It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, good evening, bonsoir, bonsoir Angie Taylor. Hello, happy Man Crush Monday, my man crush Simon Marcel. I am Simon Marcel, your humble servant. The accent is French from Paris, if you wonder what's the accent for. Angie, 100% American. Yeah, what's the accent for anyway? Did you just turn that on? It's like not even real, is it? What is it for? It's, 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 it's me trying after 10 years of English classes to speak properly. I love it. English. I love the accent. Parce que je parle français originally. Oh. I do speak French. But anyway, <laughs> we talk love, we talk real, we talk romance, we talk relationships. I'm usually the romance side. Angie is more on the real side. And I want to keep it real with you with a question because, it, you know, I saw this thing on social media. We're Simon and Angie on social media, by the way. Yes. Um, but I was scrolling, scrolling through the gram mm -hmm. and saw this post. And I want to know what you would think in this situation i want to you know we'll uh, do some role playing for your wedding day uh, for my wedding day yeah you haven't been married not yet but we're planning the wedding wow and i want to know what would happen in this situation for you i can't wait to hear that question from you angie that's coming up next on the rendezvous stay with us welcome back to the rendezvous i'm simon marcel bonjour angie taylor hello simon you piqued my curiosity you said you had a question yeah Regarding your future wedding. My future wedding. I know. I know you're not engaged. You're not even not dating I, seriously right now. But I'm looking for true love. Yes, you are. But let's, you know, fast forward, pretend it's your wedding day. Okay. Um, I saw this on Instagram. We're Simon and Angie on Instagram, by the way. I saw this statement, and I want to know what you would do. Let's say mm -hmm. you're standing there at the end of the aisle. Your bride has not walked out yet. Everybody's there looking at you. The moment happens. The door opens. Mm. There she is, this glowing angel walking toward you. Are you shedding any tears? No. <laughs> that was so matter-of-fact right there. Because why would I cry? I mean, I'm Because you're overcome I'm with happy. emotion. Like, oh my. I, I can't even so, contain. Okay. I'm like, wow, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I feel so much love. I'm overcome. No, all true, but I'm not... A very emotional person as you've known me now yeah so i only cry when something really bad happens never ever when like, never good no it's not my reaction it's just why i said no i oh my gosh i cry for everything i cry for good stuff all the time you do like, yeah the, watching uh wimbledon i cried you when oh, the other girl pretty... won i wanted serena to win but i felt so happy for that other girl because she was so happy that it made me cry i was just yeah. crying happy for her so, <laughs> since you put me on the spot You've been married. Yes. You were that woman entering that room. Yeah. Looking fabulous. Did he, Jason cry? Jason teared up, but Jason's very emotional. He's more emotional than me. That's I true. didn't cry. You, you, no, you did not? not. Not during the ceremony because I was so nervous and I almost fainted right beforehand. So I was just trying to keep it together. <laughs> and I almost lit my dress on fire walking down the aisle. There was a whole bunch of stuff. So I was, all I was trying to do was make sure I, I was breathing and that I got through it. And then once we got into the back room, I was bawling and I was so happy and just like overcome. Angie, honestly, if you've seen that Jason was not even tearing a little, but like me said, just would that have impacted you a little I, bit? No, no, I wouldn't have been upset only because he he'll talk to me face to face about how much he loves me and will tear up like on a Tuesday. So I know the real him and I would have equated it to nerves the way okay. I had the nerves um, plus you know we were both bawling like throughout the whole night anyway so. I mean some people express their emotions differently that's right. why I'm not like that just... can we ask Jill oh we gotta ask Jill so Jill producer, I Jill. producer and who has never been married right let's and, say it happens uh huh then 
I mean, I want my partner to cry when I'm dressed up to go out to dinner and I look right. really good. Oh, please. If no. he doesn't cry when I'm going down what? the aisle, I'm going to walk right out of that church. Okay, well, you know your boyfriend. Yes. Would you assume that he would? He would totally. He'd be bawling. And if he wasn't, it would be a problem. <laughs> this Instagram post what? said, if my husband doesn't cry when I'm coming down the aisle, I'm going to turn around, walk in again, because obviously he did not see me. Exactly. <laughs> cry about it. Cry. You know, let's do a little survey, Jill. Let's post this one. If you've been married, did you tear up or cried when your beautiful bride-to-be showed up or you did not like me and would not because you're not that kind of guy? I think you say you would not, but you don't know well, until I, I you're have, in that right. situation. But when you described it, yeah. I felt happy. Have you ever cried happy tears? You know, uh, maybe when my goddaughter, Chloe, graduated with such great grades, maybe then... I had a little tear because I was so proud. So I, they were happy tears. Yes, like that. Like I'm so. That's the thing. I, when I'm happy, I'm laughing and smiling like a goofball. I don't know how to cry. Aww. So, so I also think there's some people who overdoing with the crying. I mean, so yeah, that's I, true. I want to talk about that with you when we come back with Simon and Angie. Listening to Simon and Angie, the rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. Angie Taylor, we're talking about, you know, whether yes or no, I would cry when that day my beautiful bride-to-be would show up. I said no. I think <laughs> I know you were disappointed or laugh, but I was honest. I, I don't funny. see that happening, but extraordinary joy, of course. Let's be honest. There are also people that are overdoing it with the crying and the tears, oh, right? Some people do it to manipulate. Yeah, manipulation. To get what they want. The problem with that is if you use the tears too many times, then you're the boy who cried wolf. And I never know when you're really seriously, you know, sad or having a problem because has, you cry about everything. Does anyone do that to you? I had a guy Donda? cry on a date. A guy cry on a... With you, you? First date. This guy pursued me for about a month and finally I was like yeah I'll go out with you we went out for dinner he sat and talked about his ex and cried during the date about how yes they dated for so long and she dumped him so hard and it was so painful at the time and I'm like when did this happen like yesterday and he said no a year ago (laughs) are you serious yes Yes. And then so, did you did you also cry? No. Like I discussed. I oh left. my god, this disgusting. I had ordered just a cup of soup as an appetizer. He cried before we even got our main course. So I just kind of rushed through it and then never saw him again until a couple of years later I was at a restaurant in Miami. Lo and behold, there's crying guy. Guess what again. he did? Cried again. Why did he cry? <laughs> what? You never called me back. That just really was mean. And like, why did you ghost? I was like, what is going on? So that kind of person, it's too much. There's also the crying, like the tears of the crocodile when somebody cries because they want to get something out of you. Yeah, it's manipulative manipulative crying. Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. Listening to The Rendezvous. Full of joy. This is not, we were talking about crying and tears and all this, but the show is usually full of joy in the studio and joie de vivre is our mantra. We were talking about people that you mentioned that crazy story, a guy you go on a date with, Angie, and then in the middle Cries of the day, about, his ex. about a year ago, and then Jeez. You, come on, you see him a year later and he cries again because yeah. you haven't called him back. But there's another kind of tears, which I call the tears of crocodile. That's the expression. The crocodile tears. Crocodile yeah. tears. We yes. have that expression here too. You have to, yeah. And then people pick it up when usually they're even children. It's like when you're a child, you want something from your mother, mm-hmm. you, you cry, and then your mom and dad lovingly will give you something to help you stop crying because they think you're in pain. Right. We use 
that technique as a dirt sometimes. Oh, yeah. Right? It's the same. Has a woman ever given you the crocodile tears? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is more than once. It's usually like, oh, you know, Simon, and then starts crying. Oh, my God, and this and that, and I need something. And what do you need? Oh, you know, just that. Money? Yes. Mm. It's usually about the money. And usually there's always millions of reasons. And mm-hmm. so as I grew a bit older, I kind of had to learn what was legitimate and what was a con. You think you can see through it? More now than before. Sometimes I'll cry just to get an argument over with because I'm tired of fighting about it and I want to win. Well, and, and that's that's a different technique, but it's true because we, us men react differently. We we feel guilty when somebody we love cries. Yeah, we want to. Oh, there's guilt for we sure. Wanna, we want to hug. We want to give you money. We want to uh, buy you something to drink. Whatever it is, so you yeah. stop crying. Yeah, right. The, yeah, the best tears are tears of joy. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that can happen too. So just remember that when you go on a date, make your own judgment based on your intuition. Somebody cries, just wonder why he or she cries. What's the really the reason? <laughs> some are really good, and some are really shady. We have a lot of calls though waiting for us. It's a call-in show. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. We're gonna get to the next call when we come back. Bonjour, welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Hello, hello. The beautiful Angie Taylor. Stop it. Keeping it real when it's necessary. The Rendezvous, it's a call-in show, Angie. Yes. People call us, 855-905-8255. We have a phone call right now we want to get to. We have Becca listening in Newtown, New Jersey, on Max 106.3. Bonjour, Becca. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Hi, bonjour. Bo- bonjour. Hello. We heard you have a man crush Monday problem. Uh, yes, I do. Um, so I've been dating this guy for about a couple months now, and he's amazing as far as like new relationships go. Everything seems really great. We have a lot of fun. But I did fairly recently meet his best friend, and we've hung out now a couple times. And I have no idea why, but I can't get his best friend out of my mind and I have this huge crush on his best friend now and it like feels really weird when I'm around him and I'm very confused. <laughs> you have a crush is he hot? Is that I mean is it like is this all a looks thing or is it the whole package? It's everything. He's he's super attractive but also he's just a lot of fun and I just keep picturing what it would be like to date him instead of the current guy I'm with, oh, man. which is wrong because the current guy I'm with is also hot and great. <laughs> you have so okay, many problems. All these hot, great guys hey, around you. Yeah. You know? Life, the, li- <laughs> the life of Becca. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Becca, it comes down to two things. One, do you still have chemistry with the guy you're dating or the chemistry is you think missing? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not as great as I'm thinking it is if I'm feeling this way about someone else. I don't know. I think you can really like be into somebody and then see their super hot, awesome, equally awesome friend and kind of like have a crush. I think it subsides, though. The crush will subside. Listen, I, now I'm going to put myself in the shoes of your actual boyfriend, okay? It's, okay? So the worst is to be lied to or to be blindsided, and that is very hard to get over. I, you know, I feel that if you feel your crush is getting stronger and stronger, you have to break up with this man. Because if you're not attached to him anymore, don't hold him in the fridge just by guilt. The best you can do is be honest and say, listen, uh, it's not working for me anymore. Don't mention the best friend. Just say, it's not working for me anymore. I just, I don't feel it. So you break up with him. Things are clear. Things are clean. And then after that, 
uh, for a long period, all you got to do is be friends with the other person. If the crush mm-hmm. continue a year later, time has passed. I'm always said nobody owns anybody. And if it's a true love, go for it. But I would not go from one to the other. I would let a period of time just being friends, get to know each other. No dating, no smoochie-doochie, no ooh-la-la, nothing. But first you break up, well, then if, you if get you to know the other guy. If you want to break up, though. If you, you want. Do you want to break up with your guy? Yeah, and I don't, but I also let, okay, yeah. No, you're saying, because I thought about that, too. I'm like, well, I can't date his best friend. No. Because that's. Well, do you? But do let's let's take the best friend out of the equation for a second. Do you want to still date your man? Yes, you do. Yes, I mean, I still want to date my man, but you know, it's weird because I thought about I can't date his best friend because that's well. Just can't you just date your man and not be around the best friend until this feeling goes away? You know, just focus on your man. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good point. Maybe I suggest not hanging out with the friends for a bit. Just remember, if you the boy, you actual boyfriend, treat him with the respect and the and the honesty he deserves. Because your crush with this best friend is real, and you can't just turn it off like this. So no, she can't turn it off. She can't turn it but off. But I also don't want her to end her relationship if she really wants to be in it and is committed to it because you can avoid the best friend. Perhaps that will go away. If it never does, if you find yourself falling out of whatever you're in with your current guy, then yes, I would suggest moving on. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. But yeah, you, you don't have to be the three musketeers. You can just go to date your man. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yes, very true. Yes. Take your time. Be wise and be honest. Most of all, to yourself, to him, that's key. Thank you so much, Becca, for calling. Simon, you said earlier, though, that you think that she can date the best friend in the future? I do think that, and I'm going to tell you next. Good evening, listening to Simon and Angie. I'm Simon Marcel. Angie, bonsoir. Good evening, Angie. Hello, good evening. You said that you think, Simon, and I want to hear the answer, why you think that someone, let's say you're dating and you like their best friend, that you can break up with the person and date the best friend in the future. That's possible? Not only it's possible, but it's the result of wonderful marriages, you know, families that nobody owns anybody. Once you have dated somebody, once you have ulala with somebody, once you've been even 10 years with somebody and you stop. 10 years? It's a 10 years. And you stop. That person is available. That person deserves a love life. That person deserves happiness. Yes, everybody does. You don't own rights. So my, my point is that why would we stop somebody we've loved once? To love somebody we may know, be close to, like... Would you ask permission? I, no, I would inform. You would inform? I would inform. Because true love should not be stopped by some What if there's rights. children involved? You know, like, uh, is that okay? Are there any circumstances where it's hands off? I don't think of one. When there is love, how bad can it be, Angie? True. When there is true love, when two people fall in love, what bad can come out of this? And but I I think that most, there's a lot of people that would disagree with that though. I I know because they feel like it's you know hands off if I've ever been in a relationship it's, with somebody. It's big why I, I don't believe once mine always mine. I believe we have only rights when we are in the relationship. Afterwards, we deserve to let each other have found new love. Find but, love where you can find it. Exactly because life is short. So find love and true love. I'm looking for true love. So. That's why. You can't date any of my exes, though, Simon. So <laughs> I refuse. <Not> <laughs> More of the rendezvous next.
Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. We talk love, we talk relationships, and we also play some games, Angie. Games, I like a games game. like never have I ever. Oh, this is my favorite game. Mine too, where Angie and I ask each other questions that really deserve the truth. Okay. Right, so I'll start with you, Angie. Okay. Never have I ever walked in on someone I didn't know having ooh-la-la. I have walked on someone I didn't know having ooh-la-la. You have? That happened at a party. Okay. Um, I just walked into a random room thinking it was a bathroom. It was not a bathroom. Uh, it was a <laughs> bedroom. Was it? it was a bedroom. Because <laughs> somebody else's house, you know, and I didn't so know what doors. door. I just opened a door and there were people having ooh-la-la. And I screamed and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I slammed the door, which I probably should have just backed away slowly and shut the Smoothly. door. I probably ruined the whole thing for them. But the way they were... Ooh la lying, I'm sure I didn't ruin anything. When was the last time? That I walked in? Yeah. It's only happened once, and oh, it was only once. like 10 years ago or something. Okay. It has happened more than has once. Has it happened to, to you? Where? In the south of France at my cousin's house. There was not one door at night in Saint-Tropez. In back in my 20s. It sounds like you, your cousin, Nicholas, his house, had, it was Caligula. What was going on there? It, like, it just, south of France is very debauchery. fun. Yes, I don't know debauchery, but a lot of fun. And so you would open door, including my, my brother when he was single, and then there would be some mulala going on. I swear, every door you and open... How do you react? Nothing. You just say, oh, okay, good. Congratulations. You say oh, something? I remember saying to my brother... Oh, Congratulations. In great, yeah, in great shape tonight. Really? I remember doing this joke to Nicholas. Why don't you just like what shut the door? Great shape tonight, oh, Nicholas. Oh, no. Great shape. En grande forme, meaning it's his best. Yes. Uh, more, more of Never Have I Ever when we come back with Simon and Angie. Listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, I am Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, bonjour, hola, como esta? Como esta, esta bien. Ah. Je vais bien. We speak French, we speak Spanish. We speak, we speak Serbian. Serbians. We speak English. Si. Si, we, we, we speak relationships. That's what we do. We're playing a little game. One of our favorite, Angie. Yes. Never have I ever. There's usually cocktails involved in this game. Well, we can't say because, you know, maybe there is on the table, maybe there isn't. This is a secret for the rendezvous. Right. That we can't tell you that. <laughs> uh, Evian also in the house. Well, you asked me the last question. Mm -hmm. So it's my turn to ask you one, Simon. Fair enough. Um, never have I ever had ooh -la, la on the hood of a car. I have. You have. Some wonderful ooh -la -la. Well, Let's hear about it. Some wonderful. Some, More it, than once? Oh, yes. Many times. Well, I mean, because especially in America, more than in France, uh, the car is almost an erotic location. The cars are very sexy, no? They're Se like sexy a woman. and erotic. They have hips. They have curves. They're beautiful. So, <laughs> so I remember, you know, in Wyoming years ago, and in Wyoming, it's very like there's mountains up, and and we were going down. And, and, uh, I know Kanye. Yes, I know all about Wyoming. Wyoming. I don't uh -huh. know, but anyway, so we stopped. And then we went on that little drive down there, and then we had a, a moment of ooh -la -la, and we. Well, because where else are you going to go well, if you're exactly. in the middle of and the woods bears. or mountains? You're going to be very oh, careful bears. in Wyoming, because in the summer, the mama bears just have the baby cubs. I've seen them, and it's recommended not to get out of your car. Okay. Just so we Next did, time I'm in Wyoming and the urge strikes, I will wait until I get to the to, hotel or something. Well, but I didn't wait, so here mm -hmm. I was... Ula lying on the hood of the car. There you go. Which then, you know you're going to have to answer the same question. I have only once on the hood. I mean, I have inside the car, mm -hmm. even with my own husband. But on the hood, probably when I was Angie, like 22. 
This, I, I'm, I'm confused 20? about this inside the car. Yeah. I've never had it inside the car. You have not? No, I'm 6'2". How do you fit? Okay. So my husband and I, um, this is when we were dating too. We were in Florida. So we're in a rental big SUV. Ah. And those driver's seats go way far back. And then they recline all the way back. So you can maneuver and make it happen. Okay. In I a parking see. lot outside of a... Red Lobster. Never in the back seats, because I've seen Maybe. youngsters in the back seats. The back seat, no. Well, I know. I need space you need, you need, for my acrobatics. I have never had a full ulala in car, because I, I, I just don't... I know a lot of people that have said the same, which is kind of surprising. Jill, have you? No? Yes? I have. Okay, see. You Maybe? have? Yeah. Yes. And Jill is pretty tall, too. At a rest Jill area. Jill is tall, yeah. At a rest area? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Angie? Yeah. That's on where the front... people go poo and stuff. I'm not thinking <laughs> no. about that at a rest area. On the area. front seat? Um, yeah, I was in the front seat, but I've done it in the back seat too. Yeah, I've done it in the back seat too. Mystifying. Yeah, but you have to have a big enough vehicle for With that. windows down then, for the legs out. Mm, no. no. <laughs> legs out the window, no. Yeah, I don't want somebody driving by seeing legs out the window. They're going to think that <laughs> there's a crime that. scene going on. You've never on. seen that? I've seen well, that. Well, yeah. Can we do one more when we come back? Yes, more of I never have I ever when we come back with Angie and Simon. Simon and Angie, the rendezvous. We are back. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hey, Simon. Never have I ever had someone complain about my bad breath after kissing them. I have. You have. Um, I don't <laughs> typically have bad breath. However, I do remember one time I was out. I had some cocktails. I smoked a cigarette and then went to go kiss my husband. And he was like, oh, mm-mm. So, yeah. <laughs> how, how about you? I've had two times. French people love cheese. Yeah. And so here's the mistake I've made years you ago. Eat the stinky cheese. Stinky cheese mm. and no sorbet afterwards. Now, just FYI. Oh, how sorb- dare you? Because who doesn't eat cheese and then immediately have sorbet to you, cleanse your palate? Well, it's, it's, that's exactly what it's for. Right? I mean, but I didn't. If I have a slice of Velveeta, I am like, where is the sorbet? That's if I if well, I should have had my sorbet. Right. But I didn't. Mm. So when we kissed after You didn't have any fresh sprigs of mint I, lying around it, it, in your satchel or anything? Well, usually I do have yes. I don't have satchel, but in my blazer pocket or in the car even. In your in your pocket of your blazer, yes. you pull out your fresh satchel of mint. Yes, and but no. So <laughs> so that was one time and another time which I highly recommend not to after a, sushi, a, a salmon tartare. Salmon tartare? That, yeah. I love salmon, though. Yeah, but terrible for the breath. And we've got phone calls to take. Yes. yes it's a call-in show, 855-905-8255. Get into you calls next with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. The Rendezvous is a call-in show. We take your calls at 855-905-8255. Let's go to Julian, listening in Tinley Park, Illinois, on 93.9 Light FM. Bonjour, Julian. Bonjour, guys. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I've just had some uh, string of bad lucks uh, when it comes to dating uh-huh. um, and, and also getting into relationships where... Uh, everything will be going good, and I guess it goes too good or too well, where a lot of my breakups have become, you know, I was too good to be true or mm. uh, husband material, didn't think I'd quite get what I wanted this quickly, and it was a lot of, you know, deceitfulness, a lot of lying, you know, maybe some cheating going on. So, mm. And that really left a mark on me as far as just uh, the outlook of dating and um, just kind of thinking I'm better off without it. You know, so when I get into another relationship, now my guards are up. And my question is, or the advice that I need is, 
how do I fight that? You know, how do I go back to just giving that person a fresh start when I've been scarred so many times? Mm. It makes me look at the opposite sex like, okay, you know, what are you up to? You know? He has scars, Simon, from past mm. relationships, and he needs advice. Well, Julian, we have advice. Stay with us, Julian. We'll be right back. Bonjour, bonsoir. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Hello, My, listeners. Uh, hello. We are talking to Julian, who has a difficult situation. Julian, just recap for us briefly what's going on. Well, well pretty much it's just uh, my luck when it comes to dating and also being in relationships with a lot of women where I'm too much of the good guy, I'm too much of the husband material, and I've also heard I'm, um, it's too good to be true. And I usually ended up getting, you know, cheated on or lied to. And my issue is now I'm very suspicious all the time. And I just want to know, how can I break that cycle? How can I get back to the way I was? Julian and Simon, can I just say something as a woman? Sure. When somebody is telling you, you're too good. You know, you're, you're too husband. You're too, you're too good for me. That's such an excuse of them yeah. trying to cover up their behavior. And, you know, like you said, Julian, they've been cheating. They've been lying. And so now... You're scarred and afraid, but I don't think you should change who you are at all. Simon, what do you say? Um, Julian, the good news is you're getting wiser and wiser. Okay, here's the truth, and I'm probably older than you. As we leave, we learn, we, we hurt, and then we should not do the same mistake, right? So the fact that your guard is up is not a bad thing until you meet the right person. But the right person, you will feel good. When you go on a date and it's finally the right person, you get to know the person, you don't rush Everything you've learned from the past should help you for that new date. And that's the positive answer of this. Is that but don't change who you are, though. He, he, Keep being the same guy. But you're a wiser man because you don't believe the hype. You don't believe the illusion. You understand. Here's the chance. The chance are 100% and at the same time very small to meet every single time the right, the right person. Only once in a great while. You will meet a great person who will be your match. But don't you think, Simon, that you should always go into every relationship? Pure mind, new start, clean slate. It's hard not to bring back um, past ghosts from other relationships and what you've been hurt from. But you have to jump in with both feet knowing this is a new person and you don't want to bring the bad stuff from the last one into this one because they don't deserve that. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt first. Absolutely, which leads me to a question for you, Julian. Do you think you date the same kind or type of person which ends with the same kind of results? Well, no, I, I don't feel like I really have a type at all. Um, it's just that my, my standards that I've set as far as I just, you need to make me laugh. Um, you need to have a mind on you. Very, you know, I, I want you to stimulate my mental. Yes. And um, those are good you know, standards. I yeah, I have to find you attractive, but my I don't have a certain type, you know, like if I'm, I'm attracted I'm to, to you, I'm attracted to you. I'm talking I'm talking emotionally. I'm not talking about humor. I'm talking do you find emotionally that the women or the yeah, sometimes the you don't know, Simon though, but until I, you're in yeah. for a few weeks what their emotional because capabilities like, are. Like Julian, I'm I'm really not attracted by drama and I have avoided mm-hmm. and so it, remember hey. that. You there's the magnet effect. Simon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Angie. You know that we can fake that we have no drama for months. <laughs> we can fake and it. That's, that's what I run into. And that's then what we, I run into because yes. I, I don't like drama. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, he doesn't like drama? I'm going to come off as the most drama-free person. I'm funny. Yeah. I'm going to stimulate your intellect. I'm going to be everything you want me to be. And then, bam, once we got you, here comes drama. So I'm going to give you the trick, uh, Jillian. 
if you want to know about somebody's reaction, just ask about a few of the exes. The way they talk about the exes. He was crazy. You will know. He was crazy. How they're going to. Yes. So just remember that and just apply that to That's yourself. That's a good rule. Right? Because okay. if, nice. if they don't find any fault in a breakup yes. at all and everything was the guy's fault. And Julian, remember you did that with us when you opened this conversation. You said, I had bad luck. They were like this, like that. I'm good. Maybe you should apply this rule to yourself too and said, look at yourself in the mirror. Maybe you also, yeah. in a way, you know, things are to change. So yeah. thank you, Julian. Just please apply this, this strategy. Keep us posted. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. you Good will, luck. You're welcome. Just like Julian, you can always call us 855-905-8255. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonjour and bonne nuit. It's late, late at night. Yes. Another great show tonight. Uh, by the way, uh, if you haven't heard the whole show, go to simonandng.com to listen to this show and past shows. Mm -hmm. Simon and Angie, our social media. A lot of great stuff on NG and I and what's going on. And we also always update with news, love stories, all kind of things going on on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all Simon and Angie. We talked about crying at your wedding tonight. Remember, Angie, when... We yeah, if your wife walks down the aisle and you and don't you cry, cry, what does that mean? Did I fall on my derriere on this one uh, well, with my answer? <laughs> Did I you're not? not uh, you, you said you cry if there's tragedy. You're not a... A joyous crier as much as some people are. That's okay. That's You're just true. not as emotional that not, way. Not as emotional. That's true. I mean, I don't know what your future wife's going to think about that. <laughs> she might walk out the door and hope, come back in and be like, did you see all this? I hope she doesn't listen to that, that very <laughs> line, so I'm in trouble. And then there is one thing we love to do, Angie and I, to get to know each other better, and you can do the same as you made, is never have I ever, right? So we just ask each other questions. You can do the same. Listen to what we just did. It was a lot of fun. And then we spoke to Julian, who was kind of jaded a little bit because of the past. He's scared. He was scared. And then he said, you know, how do we approach a new relationship? How do I know the person is not going to hurt my feelings again? And we told him really to, you know, get to know the past of this person, which then leads to my Simon Says of the Night, Angie. Yes. I said that when people talk about their exes, they show you a part of them. Because mm -hmm. your ex is a part of your story. It's a part of who you love. You picked them. You loved them. You stayed with them and you broke up with them. So own it. You said that, you know, if somebody talks about their ex and all they do is trash all their exes, that's a red flag that, to hey, total red you're not flag. hearing the whole story here. No, there is no Mr. Perfect or Miss Perfect. That's I don't right. believe that. That's we right. all do the best we can. Also, check out La Confession, my podcast on our heart radio. A lot of great stuff there. Thank you so much for listening to Angie and I. We'll be back tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.